0: Play the fucking intro.
1: It's Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us yet again for yet another great episode,
0: episode 258. Yeah. And it's
1: going to feature an interview with the band Spike Polite and Sewage. Oh
0: yeah, the latest representatives of the Lower East Side, Manhattan, New York. Right. Oh yeah. If you're familiar with uh, New York hardcore and uh, general, general hardcore history, the LES was the place to be that housed so many distinct hardcore bands. Including, but not limited to, Agnostic Front and the Cro-Mags. And many, many others, but these days, it's Spike Polite. Right. And boy, do they have a lot of fun stories to share. They do, and we will get
1: there shortly, so we're going to get into the show. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the recent and uh, soon to be coming releases. We'll start on March 26th with Anti-Citizen releasing Free World. And Thought Crimes on the 31st releasing The Drowning Man single on Noise Records. Then we're going to jump to April 1st for Pup with the unraveling of Pup the Band. We'll talk more about that here shortly. Suzy Moon released Animal, which is a three-track EP, but you can get it on a 12-inch. Bright-ass green, neon green vinyl, which are... Maybe it's yellow. I don't know. I can never tell sometimes between neon green and neon yellow. Anyway, it's on Pirates Press Records. I've got my copy. Devin K. and the Solutions... Released Grieving Expectation on the first. Sir Reg released Kings of Sweet Beck All on the first. Skin Flicks released Fuck the Pul- Punk Police.
0: Ha! You're right!
1: Yes, on the first. Whole Hog released Dystopian Reality on the first. Sergeant Skag released Spotless and Sponsored, which is a single on the first. We played that on the last episode. Uh, Fuera de Sector released El Mundo Sig hopefully I said that right, on La Vida Sun (laughs) Mus Discos on the 1st. What do you think?
0: (laughs) Sure, why not?
1: (laughs) Short Fuse released Liberation Dance, which was a single on New Age Records on the 1st. No More Moments released Quarter Life Crisis on Cursed Blessing Records on the 1st. Choke Me released Death Like a Sunset on Riot Ready Records. Fame FA... F-A-I-M, released self-titled F-A-I-M on Safe Inside Records on the first. Permanent Mistakes, released two-track single on A389 Records, those singles being the title of the band, Permanent Mistakes, and the other one being Anchor. The Helicopters released Eyes of Oblivion on the first. So the first very busy release date, as you can tell, and that was because it was Bandcamp Friday for... Uh, April, there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that month. Yeah, that
0: month. This month. <laughs> uh,
1: on the 4th, Claymore released Crime Pays on Crossbar Records. Potlatch released a Potlatch EP on Mevz, Mevzu Records. Denim released No Remorse on Contra Records. Then on the 5th, Incisions released Gasoline, which is a single. I believe they have an EP coming. The band Ironside released their demo EP, and it was a re-release of their demo when their band name was Honor Guard, but they've changed their name to Ironside. And then they also Mm. added a track that wasn't originally on that demo EP. So it's, I don't know if they re-recorded the tracks, but the tracks are re-released with another track. That was on the 5th. Disowned TX, they released Empty Inside EP on the 6th. Michael Caine and the Morning Afters released Broke But Not Broken on Stateline Records. Midwich Cuckoos released will be releasing uh, Death or Glory. It's finally here on the 8th, that is.
2: <laughs>
0: Death and or Glory. Yes.
1: <laughs> both. Both. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as it is, they released In Punk, We Thrash, or Will Be. I keep saying they've released. It's They will be because <laughs> April 8th is in the future. It's on Friday.
0: You're getting too ahead of yourself. Yes. <laughs> but we will be playing a song from them in, uh, uh, actually, the next episode. Excellent. Yep. It's the single, but... That remains to be seen, because I will be listening to the rest of that album, and if I hear a better song, then, oh well, looks like we're going to be doing a little switcheroo. (laughs) Uh,
1: The Boldness will be releasing Skinhead Down the Pub on Lake Town Records and Liberty or Death Records. On the 8th, Faz Waltz will be releasing On the Ball. The Darts will be releasing a new EP called Love Tsunami on the 12th. Bitch Queens will be releasing a split with Bitch Queens and Scumbag Millionaire. Ford's Fuzz Inferno will be releasing Fuzz the Universe, uh, which is an EP, and we'll talk more about that later in the show on the 13th. And then finally on the 15th, sla- the Slackers will be releasing Don't Let the Sunlight Fool You on Pirates Press. The Sewer Cats will be releasing Cute Aggression on TNS Records. Uh, Strawman Army will be releasing SOS on La Vida Es Un muse, muse Discos. Crashed Out will be releasing Against All Odds on Demons Run Amok. Captain Asshole, what a great name, right, for a band? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Captain Asshole will be releasing Successfully Not Giving Up on S.B.A.M. Records. Diario de Bordo, sorry, Diario de Bordo, Di Bordo.
0: Boy, the the foreign language uh, pronunciation is lost on Dustin today. For sure, for sure. I think it's
1: most days, too. (laughs) (laughs) Al di la del bullo,
0: if I've got that close, on
1: Rusty Knife Records.
0: Well, I guess never this much because, I don't know, how often per episode do we get to plug an album that is or is going to be released that is in a language that we can't speak?
1: Yeah, sometimes it feels like too often, but... (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, just this particular (laughs) episode on this particular list, it just seems like there is an... More than ample amount. There is. Uh, There's great music
1: all over the planet, and sometimes it's in a language I can't pronounce very well. Next and finally on this list, Nexo will be releasing False Flag on TNS Records, also on the 15th. And we just played a track from them. I believe that was last episode as well. Eric, you have anything you want to add to this list, or is there anything you're looking forward to from that list?
0: Uh, Yes, there uh, there is a couple of things I want to add. Um, the band Terror have been teasing a new album, having released a couple of singles in the past couple weeks, uh, one of which came out a, a couple days ago. I believe it was Boundless Contempt. Okay. Yeah, and on top of that, they have a, another one called Can't Help But Hate. So, that's gonna be getting a little light spread on it. The album isn't set to be released until May, but still, these singles are enough to hold us over. And it's nice, because now Terror is coming back in full force with an actual f- new full-length album. The last one they did was that uh, um, that nostalgic album, bringing back their original guitarist and playing the uh, select tracks from their first two albums. Right. Yeah. Which was cool. It was technically new, but it was more uh, revisiting. You know, kind of like the Metallica Garage Days. <laughs> Revisited. Yeah. <laughs> except not quite exactly like that it doesn't matter the <laughs> the <laughs> other the other one and this is also not going to be coming out until may may 20th to be exact the mathcore stalwart's cave in are also teasing a new album called heavy pendulum but they in the last couple of weeks they have also been releasing some singles to tease that including new reality and blinded by a blaze i have listened to at least one of them i listened to blinded by a blaze and yet Yep, it's it's there in all of its angular, mathy, chromatic glory. <laughs> it's really bizarre, but but what else can you expect from Cave In? If you've listened to them, you know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff to be uh, happening right there. And yeah, with all that out of the way, let's get into my pick of the new song. Uh, at the con, at the time of this recording of the episode, <laughs> man. <laughs> He both can- a little tongue tied today. Oh yeah, both. Uh, at least you have a crutch. You're pronouncing foreign words. I can <laughs> apparently barely speak English. <laughs> anyway, at least this this band may be from a different country, but at least I can pronounce their name. It's poop pop. Poop. <laughs> yeah, it's pop. The album pop stand
1: for something because I always see it as all caps. Typically signifies that it's an acronym.
0: As far as I know, it has never stood for anything. Okay. When I even I even asked them about it, they're just like, eh, just just call us PUP. Okay. All right, fine. Of course, that was a long time ago. That was when I first saw them in 2014, back when they were still writing off their uh, debut, which uh, I have played on this show years ago, and I've been listening to it today. And, oh, man, that album is so good. That's the self-titled one. Or... The uh, the aptly titled Reservoir, because <laughs> uh, that was the runaway single, in my opinion. That's my favorite one on that record, and that's my favorite record of theirs. But the new one that just came out, the Unraveling of Pup the Band, it's quite an interesting. Uh, it's quite an interesting display of uh, their musicality. I mean, they're still keep, they're still holding true to their sort of a uh, jazzy jammy garage rock roots. And showing, and they show off what they can get away with in the effects, and you know their musical technicality, and the whole album just kind of has this tongue-in-cheek one where it's like robot writes a love song, and they have the intro is literally called four chords, and then a little further down the line, there's four chords piped, (laughs) four chords part two, five chords, okay, (laughs) yeah, and uh, oh man. Again, further down the line, the penultimate track on this record, track 11 out of four, Four Chords Part (laughs) 3. Four Chords Part 3, and it's called, and it's, oh man, what is it? It's subtitled, Diminishing Returns. (laughs) And that's only a 10 second long track. So really, it's just uh, really good songs spliced in with these little uh, fuck around bits. All right. Yeah, so it's a it's a listen. It's worth a listen. It's a great album. And, yeah, as far as uh, the song that I am choosing, I chose the song Waiting, as this was the one that stuck out like a sore thumb. And not in a bad way, a very good way. <laughs> this is their heaviest song on there. So I kind of figure uh, giving you guys a red herring just to further, uh, further explore this record, because this song... Doesn't exactly sound like the rest of this record. So take that for what it's worth and we're gonna listen to it. Here is Waiting, the newest from Pup. Distorted, uh, kind of uh, clamoring, heavy chords in that one. And, yeah, they do make an appearance again in uh, uh, throughout the album, but this one specifically just seems to use it in more of abundance. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't expect a lot of that on the rest of this record, but that shouldn't dissuade you from listening to the rest of it. If you thought that, oh, this is too heavy, well, let me reassure you, there is some softer stuff to listen to. (laughs) But if you, uh, and likewise, if you prefer the heaviness on there, well, broaden your palate, fucker, and listen to the rest of the album. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, pup, you guys did great. You guys have been always doing great. Every album is a little different each time. So, yep. That's all I got to say about the newest from Pup, the unraveling, as it were.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I have uh, a couple picks, uh, all fairly new stuff. All stuff. Uh, I guess I'm going in reverse order too. It looks like. So the newest release of the three tracks I'm going to be playing that are newer, and they are all either single or dual duos for the bands. The first one being Abe and his Babe and Abe is solo all the way. We played Abe and his bay before. Just released a new single, if you don't remember. Uh, he's from Gothenburg in Sweden. And Gothenburg. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where Swedish death metal really took hold. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep, they call it, cool it the Gothenburg again. sound.
1: Okay, that's cool. Well, he doesn't quite have that sound, but... <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I know, that's just... Uh- Random fact, <laughs> I like it. Now like you know <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh,
1: there is a uh, video for this, and you can watch it on YouTube. You can see the solo part at work. See how how he's making all the this noise. All one, you know, one guy making all the noise. Uh, the specific song here, "Breaking Away," talks about indecision, uh, and specifically, you know what you want, but cannot leave your friends. Some persuade their nearest to do something they do not want. And some are shy, others just complain. You get frustrated when nothing is ever about yourself and you constantly need to adapt to other people, but you still don't dare to go on your own. Eventually, you will realize that you're just sorry, sorry, (laughs) what you're doing isn't sustainable and you need to leave your company you're breaking away to find like-minded. There you go. So that's kind of an idea of what you're about to hear from Abe and his babe. I want to thank Albin for sharing again. Again, this uh, single was released just under a month ago. It was March 1st. Uh, A lot of this stuff gets shared with us. We probably play it earlier, but we get so much that uh, we're trying to get it all in when we can. And that's why. I'm foregoing some of the older, lesser-known tracks, as we'll talk about when we get there, just so we can get to all the cool new stuff we've got to play. So, Sweet. Aben His Babe, Breaking Away. Breaking Away. Well then. <laughs> One man did all of that. I know, that is pretty, it's pretty
0: amazing how multi-talented this guy is.
1: Yeah, if you you gotta watch the video, because yes, uh, not me specifically, but somebody who's talented with instruments could go into a recording studio and probably do it all, right? Yeah. Because you could do it all individually, but uh, you gotta see Abe and his babe, Abe, we're at at work so go watch that video and, and you'll get an idea of how this is happening mm-hmm. <laughs> so on those same lines and kind of i guess the same thing the the distortions and so forth that's kind of what you're getting with uh you know less than three band members typically and sometimes obviously pop with more but Uh, I think to get those kind of sounds, they do something with the guitar, the bass, whatever, when there's only two guys, because somebody's always on drums. You know, Slaves is a good example uh, (laughs) of that. But the next band, Wrong Odds, is a two-piece. The band is a duo from Thunder Bay in Ontario. I want to thank Adrian for sharing with us. Uh, You're going to hear those kind of sounds coming from the band Wrong Odds. The track is called Psycho. It was a single that was released February 25th. We'll play it. We'll see what you think. Here we go. All right.
0: So what'd you think? Well. Two-piece band there. Yeah, two-piece band, also coming from Ontario.
1: Yep, yep, <laughs> just like Pup. I guess they could have played it back-to-back. It'd have been Toronto and Thunder Bay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I gotta say that the, yeah, from Thunder Bay, and their bass would certainly attest to that, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a pretty, uh, sounded like a pretty thunderous bass line. I mean, for their style of music, pretty reserved, but... Yeah, it's still got a sound that's kind of similar to that uh, Ontario sound, I'm going to call it. uh, Some of the uh, more rugged version of Pup. That's how it feels.
1: Awesome. Well, they do have videos. You can watch them play live. It's Adrian Idiot and Dale Carmichael. Uh, They have been in various bands since 2011, including Primate Patrol, IR Idiot, Twisted Limbs, Cold Shakes. Fist Fight fight with Gandhi, that's the name of the band, sorry. And then Adrian Idiot leads the group on guitar and vocals while Dale Carmichael holds the beat and groove on bass and drums. So definitely check that out. They recorded that song overnight in a studio January 15th. And then, you know, a month later, it's released. And a little over a month after that, here you are listening to it with us on the show. That again, Wrong Odds from Thunder Bay. Eric, let's get into some more music. What do you have? uh, Older, lesser known. Yours isn't that old.
0: It ain't that old. It is is from an album that was released last November from the latest hardcore slash kind of D-beat band from Santa Cruz. This is a band called Scowl. Scowl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, a band called Scowl. They were here not too long ago. I think at some point... At the release of this album last year, okay, yeah, they were uh, or inching close to it because back when I listened to them, I had only heard their uh, their self titled EP, which came out in 2019, and yeah, I th- I listened to it, didn't think much of it. I was like, oh yeah, it's pretty cool, but you know, it just went in one ear out the other, mostly because it was very lo fi. I'm thinking, yeah, it's nothing I really haven't heard before, then. I finally got a hold of their LP. And, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. These guys, uh, these guys rip. <laughs> <laughs> they are really aggressive. They are really, really powerful. It's translated very well onto, uh, onto a recorded tangible. And, yeah, apparently live, they are amazing. They were just here opening up for uh, Touche Amour at the Soundwell. I I was not at that show because, uh, well, really, I'm not a Touche Amore fan. And Scowl, I kind of forgot, existed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But now I'm not going to fucking forget. The funny thing about Scowl, their EP, it's it's a skeleton doing the little heart shape with its hands. And it's surrounded by flowers. And then they released their single, Reality After Reality, which is a brick wall. But their logo, Scowl, it's got a flower in place of the O. And then the Bloodhound single, a little hand holding up some daisies. <laughs> and then the Fuck Around single, a pair of legs in the middle of a field wearing some flowery trousers. <laughs> and then Seeds to Sow. a motorcycle with what looks like a bouquet on the handlebars. All right. And now their album, How Flowers
2: Grow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, what should be the cover, but... A flower growing out of its roots. It's actually a pretty menacing uh, animated album cover. I have to give them that. So they finally, so they finally have this uh, very pretty picture, just encased in a f- in a visual format of of that aggressive music. Cool. So yeah, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about the the song that I chose, which is also pretty uh, on the nose. It's called <laughs> Roots. <laughs> Fitting? Yeah, these guys uh they talk a lot about plants. <laughs> At least it looks like they do. They don't. They have a lot of uh they have a lot of uh pretty in-your-face music. It's the same it's basically the same stuff you expect from an old 80s hardcore band, but you know, it's got the anger, it's got the aggression right there, and Roots, I feel, is kind of the best representative of their sound. Like it some of their songs are just like very fast and very short, and most of them are. And others, they are a little more reserved. They are a little bit more. They're a little bit slower. A little more groove based, just to kind of let it, everything settle. This one is a little bit of both, and it does throw some. Uh, it does throw some curveballs in there, making it seem more like a traditional LA hardcore sound. Okay. Yep. But stuff you really got to listen to. Anyway, here is the here is the song Roots from Scal, and yep, it's gonna grow on you. <laughs> has a little bit of everything. Got a little bit of that thrashy part, that DB parts, and the and the hardcore parts, and it just molds together so well in that song specifically. Everything else is just kind of runs uh, with one theme and goes with it. They do it well, but I like variety, at least. I like and, variety. Yep, and that song is a good, uh, it's a good representative of all the sounds inclusive in their sound, uh, in their musical output. So, yep, there is Scal. A lot of, uh, you could say that with the influx of multiple, uh, of their multiple influences, those are the roots, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all the roots that came together to make one flower. There you go. And that flower is scowl in case you didn't catch the idea that the O is literally that flower. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Pretty interesting, pretty interesting stuff as far as the, you know, I like to, I like to point out there the artistry in the actual album covers. Because, I mean, that's the image that grabs you. That's awesome. You know, at least it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I've
1: got one more new one. It is the oldest of the new ones, like I said. had a March, had a February. Well, this one's January. January 31st, the band Ford's Fuzz Inferno released The Book of Fuzz, Selected Verses, Part 1. Now, the band is from Kickerdom in the Netherlands, and they started as a band January 29th of 2021. The reason why I point that out is because one year and two days later is when this was released, but they had other releases prior to this. I want to thank Hans for sharing this with us. The band is a duo that consists of Hans on lead, vocal, and guitar, and Patrick on drums. And the, This particular release, The Book of Fuzz, Selected Versus Part 1, comprises a selection of tracks taken from the duo's first trilogy of 7-inch vinyl EPs, which is going to be completed by that one that I was telling you about, The Fuzz of the Universe. So there's two EPs, plus the third one that's coming out next week on uh, the 13th, so some of those tracks, not all the tracks from it, that's why it's comprised of selected verses of part one. So as some of those tracks, this is a full length that comprises some of the tracks from their first three EPs. All right. Who is How? That is the name of the track. There is a second version of it that will be coming out on Fuzz the Universe, but there also is this version that's on Fuzz the Universe EP, and it's also on that release that came out January 31st. They have a Bandcamp page. I recommend going and checking out the Bandcamp page as I did not see any other social media, so I won't be mentioning those at the end of the show. So I recommend go to the Bandcamp page. Check out all their music there. You can check out track number six from The Book of Fuzz. Uh, Here, we'll do it. It's Who is How.
0: What? (laughs) Who is what the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> right? Uh, that's cool stuff. Again, another duo that wraps up the duos and singles. But uh, the uh, interview we did is a trio. So we'll talk more about that here in a minute. But go check out The Book of Fuzz. It's cool. They're from Netherlands. I'll probably be playing something else from them over in Poconoid Worldwide in a while when I get to Netherlands. Netherlands is on its way. Eric, though. This is the part of the show that the albums come right after this part of the show, really, right? Yeah,
0: this is the part of the show where we're basically doing the equivalent of a panel. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're well, just two people and nobody's asking us any questions and we're just talking. So it's, We're going to
1: provide a lot yeah. of answers.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to provide answers to questions you didn't even know you were asking. Right. Or wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: live shows... Uh, I saw one, you played one, Uh, did you go see any other ones besides the one you played?
0: Uh, No, I will be seeing one tonight, however. Uh, Tonight, being at the time of the recording of this episode, by the time you're listening to this, that show will have already happened. Right. So, there you go. There's context for you. I'll talk about that in a minute.
1: Well, good stuff. A lot of good shows. I was planning on going to a show, and then I looked at the tickets and opted not to. Not because of the price, just because... Uh, I chose not to anyway <laughs> uh, the show I saw project sellout they they Ooh. played with uh, Mandalore all systems fail those two bands wrapped it up but project sellout was a sandwich in the middle violent unrest kicked it off followed by the usurpers violent unrest was awesome uh, as you said because you've seen him a bunch I, I uh-huh. talked with uh, Jeremy and after they were playing and said, man, you guys are playing a lot. Like every flyer I look at, it seems like violent unrest is on there. Eric's talking about uh, having seen your guys band a lot. And he's like, yeah, uh-huh. I think we're getting to the point where we're going to, Try to go down to like one show a month. So, uh, good luck to them on trying to make that happen. Because uh,
0: we'll we'll see how lo- we'll see how long that lasts. Right? Yeah. Uh, next thing you know, people are going to come asking us, uh, yeah. which I'm not opposed to. Right? Eric's <laughs> getting ready to roll. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, we got a we got a whole summer up ahead of
2: us, man. Right?
0: Yeah. Of course, we want to be playing all the shows. We never really had a good summer to play shows. Uh. If you want if you want context on that, like the first summer that we had, I mean we weren't a full band. That was all like trying to get members. Then the next right. one, our bassist Drew, was out of commission. He was in the Air Force, he was doing boot training, and he eventually left the band. So we only did two shows that summer where I was doubling up on bass and vocals. And they weren't great shows. <laughs> and then the following summer, it was 2020. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> And last year in 2021, we actually got some momentum going. We actually were playing quite a few shows, but this one, oh man, we're going in the full force with our new drummer, Sydney, you are killer. Ugh. and But more on that later. And yeah, I mean, we got four more shows coming up in just the next couple months. That's awesome. Yeah, In the rest of this month and in May, but we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> Well,
1: uh, like I said, Violent Unrest, they're awesome. Uh, the Usurpers, first time, I don't know how or why, but it's the first time I was able to catch them live, <laughs> and mm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic, but I knew I would because I really like their music anyway. I like oh, the, yeah. the LP, and I was excited to get to see Scatter and the other guys in the band.
2: Yep.
0: It was great. Also, on a on a side note, there was uh, on the Assault City uh, podcast, the one that my friend uh, Dez does through Circle Pit Radio, he interviewed Scatter uh, recently. Awesome. So keep an eye out for that on uh, on Assault City.
1: Awesome. The Usurpers are awesome. Uh, th- it'll be good to see what the Usurpers and Scatter are up to since we did our interview with him. It was like December of 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's been like... a while. A lot of things have happened. A lot of shows have been happening yep. since then that Usurpers have been playing as well. So
0: Some of the first shows I saw... Uh, when they started coming back in 2021 uh included the usurpers I saw them playing there I saw them playing in uh uh s- not scatter uh I forget his uh name <laughs> <laughs> it was playing in uh uh one of our friends house and not in his house his garage okay and that was a great one it was super packed that's cool and then I saw them again at uh in the parking lot of spooks and uh Oliver rock I mean they share the same parking lot, and that was when the uh, uh, when the Runts came through. Oh, cool! Yeah, and that was a great one. That was they're super fun. It's super awesome to see uh, Mauricio as well. Just uh, flow up that up and down the fretboard on that guitar. He is just in his element.
1: Yeah, they have a great sound. They're really good band. I really recommend checking out their music. And if the Usurpers come near you, you should check them out. They were great. And then I was great. Really glad to see Project Sellout again. Mm-hmm. Like them, picked up uh, their first LP because I already had two two copies of Sold Out. I have it in both colors.
0: Nice. <laughs> I know I have it in one. I forget which one, though. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, man. I played that record recently, but I just uh, did not remember what color it was.
1: <laughs> all your records now, not all, but so many records now come in so many different colors, it's kind of hard to
0: remember. I know. I know. But that
1: just adds to how cool they are, right? It really
0: does. But at some point it's going to be uh, where it's going to be such common uh, such a common place that you know, you got to splatter, you got to swirl or whatever that you, apparently just regular black is going to be such a rarity. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I know. Right? So all of a sudden the black variant is going to be <laughs> the new norm. <laughs>
1: I will be honest, I I am a snob when it comes to that. I will pick black last Mm -hmm. every time. I will pick the colored ones just because I think they're more unique. It stands out, and a lot of cases, the color goes with the album cover color or layout, right? And so it kind of adds to it as opposed to, as you pointed out, black is common while it's about to be. Probably uncommon, yeah. and so maybe the collectability
0: will circle back that direction. It probably will, <laughs> and also it's a it's a great marketing tactic. Right? So it's like, yeah, you have a record, all right. What else have you got? It's like you gotta do. You gotta do some stuff with the uh, with the inner sleeve. You gotta do stuff with the uh, not just the album cover, but the back of the album cover. Right. You know, people are gonna be looking at this. It's, it's not just a little thumbnail you're looking on your phone, streaming it or or whatever. And it's like, sure, you can look up the pictures and whatnot, but that just takes extra effort, right? Know? It's like you have the album in front of you. You're holding it in your hands. You can open it. You can take out the record. You can see what color it is. You can see the sleeves, look at the lyrics, look at the pictures and read track by track everything that's going on. It's just a it's a ritual, man.
1: <laughs> I agree. Music is the same like books, magazines and all that. I could hold a whole bunch on this phone, like so many more. I don't need to carry a backpack, right? <laughs> but when it comes down to it, when I read a book or when I read a magazine or when I look at my music when I'm listening to it, I would much rather have the physical copies. It's just not always reasonable to have you know, the, the variety, the 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 number that it's nice to have all stored on the phone. So, Indeed. Back to actual music and concerts <laughs> and live shows here. Oh, yeah. We,
0: we have to loop back around to that. Actually, we could tie it back in. If, uh, if Project Salon is coming to a city near you, then buy their records. Right? There you go. I picked up their
1: spoken word. <laughs> we hiked, we hyped them up a little bit. Right. Uh, they were great. Uh, always very entertaining to watch that band uh david man i love watching him play the bass like he is like there's certain vocals vocalists right that, that are just so animated so all over the place like that oh, yeah. from the bronx uh i find myself stuck watching him and then you know certain bands just maybe have that member of the band they're doing something so your eyes are drawn there and maybe less on the other band members but that that's how it is i think with david man, that guy's just all over the place uh oh, the way yeah. he's moving looks like he's just having a fucking blast and he's so good at what he's doing so uh oh, yeah. you know shout out to everybody in the band i like all those guys we had all five of them uh on
0: the show when we did the interview oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that interview is not is not one to forget <laughs> right
1: <laughs> it got derailed a little bit with uh like barney's penis and whatever else was going on and oh, then man, like,
0: the shrek background oh maybe it was
1: shrek not barney <laughs> yeah it was shrek <laughs> yeah. there you go and, just, and it was uh, some animated something or another oh
0: man i'm just looking at all the panels at the zoom call and then all of a sudden boom uh, dave's got his ass out yeah <laughs> i'm like oh okay that's a thing that's happened. He <laughs> was just totally zoinked out of his head <laughs> yeah oh man they're, they're a party they're a lot of fun and it's like, Zach, he is the one who's holding it all together. You can tell he's the one who's bringing it back to reality. Right. It's like, okay, now uh, what What I was saying.
1: They're awesome. And to be fair, all of them, uh, you know, Zach on drums, I think he's a great drummer. Oh, yeah. Very entertaining to watch. Simon's great vocals, uh, just really in into it with the crowd and... Noah on the guitar and the backing vocals like, to be fair at the show though like I don't, the, the audios like I was telling you before like the, there there were some feedback issues with the three bands that I saw uh, you know off and on and then like Noah was like uh, his vocals even though it was like the backing vocals came through loud and clear and then sometimes Simon's like I could barely hear it like I could tell he's he's yelling and I should be able to hear it better but like you could barely hear it so Uh, you know not a knock on anything it was just just an observation and then lastly for me at that show it was outdoor uh resolute tattoo and the sun went down and it got colder than i anticipated as i told eric it is april 1st not june 1st i shouldn't have been in just shorts and a t-shirt so i left before i could see mandalore and all systems failed two great bands that are Going to be going on tour in Central America here before too long. Central and South America.
0: Oh, yeah. That's going to be starting up at the uh, end of this month. Yep. This was basically a tour kickoff party. Yep. It it was, but it's going to be... The flight was delayed. We'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yep. At least it's delayed, not canceled. Yes. If you remember in the interview, they were scheduled to do this way back in uh, 2020. But like I said, that was the... That was the cursed year. Right. So, so yeah, the, I mean, the fact that they're able to redeem themselves and uh, be able to go through with it, you know, touch wood. Right. (laughs) Uh, It's just, uh, it's just awesome. I mean, no Salt Lake City hardcore band, at least to my knowledge, has ever been that far south. And yeah. Yeah. I remember, at least not in certain countries, I remember uh, Mandalore on their page saying, we're the first SLC hardcore band to play this city or uh, this country or whatever. I don't remember which one it was, but still, no easy feat, and they are out there accomplishing it. I am stoked for every single one of those guys. Super proud of you guys. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's... uh, Let's Your get show, to part two. Yeah, yes, that,
1: that's what I saw. What did you
0: do? do and do do what do do did do you see? <laughs> so roll on down to uh, Aces, and that was the, this is where part two took place. Uh, yep, much like how last time Project Sellout played here, they played two shows in one day. And that was the first show, the all-ages one. Later on in the day, they did a 21-plus bar show at Aces High. And that was the show that I played. (laughs) Yep. And don't worry, I'll start talking about myself in just a second. Don't you worry. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Anyway, we get down there, and sacrilegion has already set up. And it's like, okay, I guess we're going first. The lineup wasn't really set in stone. We had no idea who was going to be going second. There's three bands, and we don't know what the (laughs) order is. But uh, sacrilegion, I guess they were doing it. And they did it very well. They are pretty much the only death metal band in Salt Lake right now at least that is active. I'm not too, I'm not too in touch to, of the death metal scene as I once was. and that's probably because it was you know very vibrant back in my time. <laughs> but hopefully it's making a comeback and Sacrilegon will be uh, leading the charge of that. What's funny, we seem to have been constantly on the same bill with Sacreligion. Despite the fact we don't have a lot of similarities, other than, you know, we're heavy. Right. <laughs> we're both... I mean, I'm, we're metal to a point, but Sacreligion is just pure balls-to-the-wall death metal. And they're great. They're really great at what they do. And... Yeah, and what they do is death metal. So it was a great, it was a great time seeing those guys. And then... Who should come on second? But Project Sellout. Yeah, Project Sellout, they uh, they never disappoint me. They always put on a great live show. They're I mean, the Prescotts and, uh, and of, of course, the two adjacent members who are not related. <laughs> <laughs> right. They are all smiling. They all look like they want to be there, like they just want to have fun. I was even talking to Noah after the show, saying, like, if we could do, like, two shows in one day, I would be happy. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Uh, also, careful what you wish for, because you're gonna burn out fast. <laughs> but that's just me speaking. I mean, these guys—this uh, is their 10-year anniversary tour, pretty much. That's what it was—the disaster 10-year anniversary. So, I mean, when does a when does an underground band hit the double digits in their lifespan? Right. Pretty incredible. So I'm so I'm stoked that we had a part in doing that, as well as the. Many, 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 many other bands who have uh, supported them on this tour, as it were. And even the day after, they played Improvo with Backhand and Mandalore again. I did not manage to get to that show. But my friend Landon Hale, he was down there and he took a lot of pictures and they have been shared all over the social medias. So uh, check out those ones. He got some really good ones, especially, uh, man, especially a PSO. Because of how animated they are, he really captured their character. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Anyway, let's get to the uh, closing act of that night, and that was me. <laughs> <clears throat> that was- Eric
1: closed it out!
0: Yep, I closed it out. You know, no music was playing, it was just me talking while the four remaining members just kind of stood in the background, just looking at each <laughs> other like, when is he going to shut the fuck up? No, I did not do that. The uh, Though I did do it sometimes, in between songs. Alright, but a little bit of background, as uh, as I have stated, if you follow my band on social media, then you know what was up. We lost our drummer. We have since procured another drummer, and she has been working her ass off, drilling these songs for the past four weeks, and just to get prepped for the show as like, a, it was an 11th hour sort of deal. And we didn't even teach her all the songs, like our set list consists of seven songs, we only were able to do the five, the five of which were on our demo. So we figured it was—I uh, don't know—I uh, don't know what the word is. <laughs> we figured it was accurate. That's not even the right word. Whatever. It was the five fucking songs. <laughs> I gotta say, adequate. Sign. Yes, adequate. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm not a. Uh, That's why I'm not an English professor. <laughs> it over <laughs> my words the the fact still remains we did the show and yeah there were mistakes mainly there were mistakes that I noticed but everyone in the crowd they're none the wiser they they just uh, they just like hearing the music man they don't they don't know it as in detail as I do but that's because I have a bit of a, a bit of an edge. I wrote the shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here was the thing. Like, it was a late, late show. I mean, it kind of had to be because they're doubled up on shows. And it sacrilege didn't go on until 10 p.m. And by the time we were getting on there, we were, you know, not too far from last call. And by then, uh, like 75% of the crowd had a... Uh, Left. They'd gone home. They were tired. Some of which were my friends who I invited to the show. They showed up and I got like maybe three or four different text messages. Uh, no, they were the same text message from four different people saying, sorry, we left during your set. We, <laughs> we had to get home. I wasn't feeling well. I'm like, it's just, it, it's fine. It's fine. You didn't hear the mistakes. This was our first outing with our new drummer and she did very well. She did well for herself. The she admitted that there were mistakes. I'm like, I know there were mistakes, but hey, the fact that you, sh- the fact that you showed everyone up the way that you did, that's good. You did a good job. You did a good job, Sydney. I'm proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> yep, but we still got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's sort of like a, every whatever I do, member comes into this band. I feel like I'm a, a Rocky's coach. What is it, Eddie? Uh, or, no, not fuck. I don't know. I, I can, I can I only can remember, remember Adrian. <laughs> and you're not Adrian. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not Adrian. <laughs> I'm just like we well, gotta get that beat down. You gotta use the double bass. Mm-hmm. You gotta use that double bass. Don't let your god down on that. <laughs> the top half is doing something different than the bottom half. You gotta have to get used to it.
1: <laughs> right?
0: You think we're gonna get by with a subpar drummer? Nah. You're not going to be a champion that way. (laughs) Nice. Oh, fuck. Mickey. Mickey, that's right. Mickey. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's on the East Coast. It's not New York, but, you know, Philly. I just want to keep calling somebody Eddie. Okay. Because that just sounds like a total East Coast name. Eddie. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just sounds like the guy that you want to have on your side. The one (laughs) Who will oblige by Omerta? <laughs> oh God! So that was the that was the show I attended slash played. If you were there, like there until the end, I commend you. Thank you for sticking around. And also, I gotta I gotta point something out. This was a nice little uh, feather in my cap. Uh, Connor, the singer and guitarist of Sacreligion, uh, he came up to me after the show, and. He actually told me, dude, you are like the best front man in Salt Lake City. I go, what? R- fucking really? <laughs> and and he's like, dude, just the way that you hold over the crowd and you get everybody pumped up, like, man, I gotta take some notes. I go, Jesus, that is incredibly flattering, but I, I got a lot to work on, man. But we did do some, we did do some cool stuff. I'm like, yeah, I I clap, audience claps with me. And I get everybody, I've gotten people hyped up before, and it's awesome. That's kind of what the front man got to do, so I'm honing my craft, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think I'm doing a good job, and someone actually told me, straight to my face, that I am. So thank you, Connor, for that. Excellent. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, yeah, that was, uh, uh, but Jesus, we were talking a lot on that one. (laughs) Right. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. We uh, better to have a lot to say than nothing at all. Watched I mean, for two shows, great.
1: absolutely two great shows, and then I'm sure we both got a few shows to point out coming. What do you What do you got? What's coming up that uh, you want us to uh, mention?
0: Okay, well yeah, tonight, I mean tonight, as in like the uh, at the time of this episode's uh, recording. Like I said, I'll be going to a show over at Ace's High Saloon with the Cryptics, Ulterior, and Suffocator. Cool. Yeah. Now the Cryptics, I only just discovered, and Apparently, I had heard them before. I was looking their songs up on YouTube, and I realized their song uh, "One Player Game." <laughs> it was I was like, or "One Player One Game." I was like, "Oh, I apparently watched this." <laughs> then I listened to it. Oh uh, yeah, it sounds familiar. And all day today, I've just been uh, jamming their discography, and I'm getting pretty hyped up. And the music videos are funny. They're really fun. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the Ulteriors, I'm excited to see them. I haven't seen them in a long time. And they they put on a great show. And Suffocator, that's another band we share a lot of bills with, Suffocator. I mean, we played their first show, so I guess that's an omen.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they will be playing with us uh, uh, again. But I'll get to that in just a second. Anyway, that's tonight, the 6th. Or if you're listening to this episode, it was last night. <laughs> uh, but here, in the context of... The time you're listening to this tonight, the 7th, is Code Orange with Loathe, Vended, and Dying Wish at the Soundwell. That's going to be a bit of a brutal escapade there. So, enjoy that. Also on the 7th, at the State Room, we have Sasami and Jigsaw Youth. So, that's going to be a fun one. I'm going to try and make it to that one. I'm just incredibly low on funds. So... We'll see, we'll see what happens. I just want to see jigsaw Youth. They are great, right. Uh, and again, on the seventh, finally, on the seventh, <laughs> the band uh, Disease and Bummer from Washington with family Vacation from Oregon will be playing your mother's house. That's how it's advertised this time <laughs> with Narc and Betty. So that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty fun. get get out there in the garage, my friends. And then on the 8th, Disease will be playing again with Nark and Betty, but this time with Slither. Also at the same place, your mom's house. Yeah, it's called your mom's house that time. And probably the biggin', the biggin', on the 15th, my band will be playing with From the Grave and Suffocator at Urban Lounge as part of the Slug Localized. Yeah, we've been localized for the April edition of this magazine, and our interview just came out today. You can find that article on, Slug, on slug.com slash localized, and yeah, it was pretty fun. It's an abridged version of our actual interview. We had a lot to say, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they used a lot of my quotes. I go, uh, there's five of us here, man, <laughs> 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 uh, but I did carry some of that interview. I carried a lot of that interview because I'm the leader, man. I'm El Capitano. Right. Uh, regardless, uh, the main thing about the uh, slug localized, it's also doubling as a benefit for the heavy metal shop because uh, if you are part of the scene, you know that Kevin Kirk, the the owner and founder of heavy metal shop, just lost his wife. Oh, that's she, bad. Yeah, died after a battle with uh, leukemia. And that was a uh, that was a few weeks ago, and people have been people have been reaching out. They've been showing their support, and there been a there was not exactly a benefit show, but when Villain played a couple weeks ago, they actually took all of the sales they made from merch that night and uh, gave it to the Heavy Metal Shop. Cool. Yeah, so that's what this localized is doing as well. So again, really thankful to be a part of that. So thank you, Slug, and. Anyway, that's uh that's the fifteenth, and two more shows on the sixteenth. There will be a bit of a bit of a MySpace metalcore throwback with, uh, <laughs> well, not exactly see you space cowboy. They are a little after that time, but with counterparts, senses fail, and we came as Romans. Those are the uh, those are some of the pillars of MySpace metalcore in the two thousands. Wow. So yeah, or post hardcore, depending on what your uh, vision is. They're kind of both. Uh, that will be, like I said, the 16th at The Depot, and also on the 16th at Resolute Tattoo, the band's Fancy Lads, Raid, Dysentery, and Marine Corps, just just a local showcase, they will be playing that night, and that's going to be a fun one. I love every single one of those bands. Awesome. Also, funny thing about Fancy Lads, they apparently have coasters. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw them sitting at uh, at the bar in uh, Ace's High. i like, oh, okay, I never even thought of that. That's actually pretty, that's actually pretty amazing. That is cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for shows that will be happening in the next few, uh, few week and days. a half or so. Yeah. Yeah. Week and a half. Week and a half.
1: Right. Uh, well, I've got a list. I'm going to get through it quick cause we need to get back to some music.
0: I know. And we got an interview, man.
1: Right. Big D and the kids table. They are on tour with left alone and the maxis. Uh, Tonight, they're here in Salt Lake. I'm not going. I'm just, uh, I don't want to go. April 7th, Las Vegas at The Space. Uh, April 8th, in San Diego at Courtyard. April 9th, Santa Ana in California at the Constellation Room. And finally, on the 10th, in Tempe, Arizona at the Yucca Tap Room. Uh, go check those out. Uh, Left Alone is awesome. I really did want to see Left Alone. Bummed out that I'm choosing not to, but that's just what it is. Uh, Lion's Law and Casualties are still on tour. Today is April 6th, and they are in Toulouse in France. But on the 7th, they'll be in Bel- uh, Bilboa. Bilboa. Bilboa?
0: Bilboa?
1: Bilboa.
0: Speaking of Rocky. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and then Burgos, and that's uh, in Spain, Burgos is on the 8th, Madrid is in Spain on the 9th, Lisbon, Portugal on the 10th, nothing, they'll be in Spain, but they won't be playing any shows on the 11th, they'll be in Sevilla on the 12th, that's in Spain, Murcia, which is on the 13th and in Spain, and Zaragoza on the 14th in Spain, and they'll have some more shows. I'll talk more about those because that tour, uh, Lion's Law and the Casualties is still going. Uh that oi, this is Teglon I have been talking about that one. That is April 16th. That is in Teglon which is I, I keep saying I believe is in the Netherlands. I believe it is. The lineup for it, the timetable, the doors open at 5:30. Uh Ben Out of Shape goes from starts at 6 o'clock, 6 p.m., One Voice at 6.45, Urban Elite at 7.30, Knockoff, 8.15, The Reapers at 9.10, The Young Ones at 10.10, Crown Court at 11.05, and at midnight, 15, 12.15. Uh, Stomper 98 will wrap up the show, so you can go check out all those bands on April 16th. A lot of great bands. There's the lineup. Get out there and check it out. Uh, also, Punk City, which is Suwon, S-U-W-O-N, which I'm sure is in Korea, as the band 18 Fevers is in South Korea. Uh, They will be playing uh, with Contra Jelly and Van Mall on April 9th at 6 p.m. at Alleyway Tap House. So go check out that show. We like 18 Fevers. Play their music on the show. Uh, Murphy's Law is playing with Hard Knocks, Deviated State, 21 Gun Salute, and Criminal Outfit. On Saturday, April 9th at the First Street Pool and Billiards. That is in Los Angeles. You can get tickets 15 days or $15 day before, but day of, it's gonna be $20. Bucks, so save yourself five bucks, right? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and then Bishop's Green, The Prowlers, Rough Cuts, and Northern Hit Squad are be playing April 7th at Velvet Underground. And Velvet Underground, uh, where is Velvet Underground? Uh, April 8th, I don't know. I'm not going to hold you up. You'll just uh, have to check out those bands. (laughs) I
0: assume they are nowhere anymore, as they do not exist anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I don't think it's that one. I believe this is in Canada, as most of those bands are Canadian. Uh, I don't know where Northern Hit Squad's from, but all the other bands are from Canada, and they are and okay so they will be going into europe soon so uh there'll be a show on april 8th bishop's green the prowlers beton army rough cuts and force Majeure. and then it looks like there might be the prowlers european tour which will start in june so we won't go all the way into there but somewhere in canada go look up those bands i just gave you if you want to check out those bands uh, I would recommend going and checking out those bands, as I think most of those bands are cool. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about yeah. any of those bands. Oh, I forgot this one. Uh, Suede Razors. Uh, all the guys in the bands and Suede Razors are playing in all their other bands, not Suede Razors, but these Farris, Luger, Ultrasect, Castillo, Brigada, Vendetta, and that's Friday, April 15th, at the Golden Bowl, which is in Oakland. So... You can go check that one out. And then as I've been talking about those shows from uh, Bad Assets, Bad Assets will be playing next weekend and then the last weekend of April. And those shows, let me look at the flyer real quick. Uh, Where'd the flyer go? Oh, it doesn't want to show me here. (laughs) Ha ha. Wrong, wrong format. Maybe I will, after the album or something like that, maybe we'll get back to it. But go check out those. I mentioned those on the last two episodes. Uh, it looks like they're in Hamtrak and uh, Double Down Saloon in Chicago, uh, Toledo, Ohio, and Flint, Michigan. So I think the first two are Michigan shows next weekend and then the weekend after that, no, two weeks after that, rather, They'll be in Ohio and then in Chicago. I'll get more to those, and I'll definitely talk more about those on the next episode, as I've talked about them on the last couple. Eric, let's get into some music. What's your great cover-to-cover album before we do the interview? Oh, boy. Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> yeah, I think was... that was like the longest break we've took on music. That was almost 30 minutes. I apologize, about, everybody. Yeah. we got to get back into some music. We're far past due. Eric?
0: Uh, but the, there was a lot to talk about, man. <laughs> there was. Oh, God. Yeah, the... <clears throat> The show that I'm going the album, God, I'm not even out of it yet. <laughs> the album I'll be talking about is, is kind of a bit of a. Uh, we'll say this. With Spike Polite in the Sewage talking about how they're from uh, the Lower East Side, New York, I decided to give a little slander on this, like, uh, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to prelude it with a band from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I bite my thumb at you, Spike. Now nah, it's a good band from Jersey. I know there's so many, uh, <laughs> but probably the best one in the probably the best one that came out from punk rock. And no, I ain't talking about the fucking Misfits. I'm talking about the Bouncing Souls, man. <laughs> the Bouncing Souls. Now the last time I played the Bouncing Souls on this uh, <clears throat> on this show, it was my first show back after my. Accident, and I played the album *Hopeless Romantic*, which still stands as my favorite Bouncing Souls album, except for that one track. If you don't remember, it's the one *Wish Me Well*. It's just so, so dumb. (laughs) It's funny. Like I I learned to not hate it as much since then, but still, just the the voice. Whatever. We're not talking (laughs) about that one. What we are talking about is the album, the first album I actually heard by them, which was and is *Anchors Away*. Yeah, anchors away. That is uh, the more and more I listen to it, it is just such a sultry piece of work. I mean, the bouncing souls they were known for being. Yeah, they were. They had their sultry moments, but they were still very much you know they were a punk rock band, right. and they still are. But the music that they that was coming out, you know, off their self titled and hopeless romantic and how I spend my summer vacation. Those were just anthems. Those were the circle pit inducers. But anchors away kind of saw them getting a little bit more a little bit more reserved in certain points. They still had not lost their intensity, but this one, you know, they had some songs that were slower and more sing-along, and yeah, Sing Along Forever being one, and also Kids and Heroes. Those are are two of their most well-known sing-alongable songs. (laughs) And I do love those ones, you know, but I don't want to be so typical as to uh, shed light on a song or a couple of songs that, you know everyone has heard (laughs) so and maybe everyone has heard this song too but this is my favorite on this record it's one of my favorite bouncing soul songs in general just of how fast it is how and how metal it can be you'll understand why when we play this song this is blind date so yep enjoy the speed and tenacity of this one Yeah, a lot of hard left turns in that one, but damned, be damned if it doesn't flow. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, they still had their aggressive songs on there, and they are a plenty on that album, but they even it out with some of the uh, softer ones, the ones that are, as I guess the elitists would say, debatably punk. <laughs> 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 uh, but I can't name them by title right now. I'm kind of bad at bringing in uh, titles, but. Uh, But if you listen to the album, if you know Bouncing Souls, you know what I mean. You know when they get more, uh, they're softer and more uh, balladier. (laughs) And the song, the next song I chose is probably my favorite rendition of their, of their softer side. And it's the title track of this one. It's, yeah, it's got such a soft feel on it. It's incredibly melodic and it just, it just hits at the right, it just hits all the right points, if you know what I mean. And if you don't know what I mean... Well, listen to this song, and maybe then you'll know what I mean. Here we are, anchors away. Yeah, not a typical, uh, not a typical outing you would hear from a band like Bouncing Souls, especially based off of what you heard in the previous track. Right. Yeah, that's how uh, that's how they can get so uh, that's how they can be so contrasting of each other. But but yeah, much like how I was saying, the song "Blind Date" flows with its hard left turns. The entirety of the album is subject to that as well. It just flows so well. It's one of my favorites in uh, Bouncing Souls' entire discography. It is within the top three, easily. I'll get to the third one, what I consider to be the best, but also one of my favorites in in due time. Maybe in the next couple years. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Bouncing Souls, I don't think they've ever put out a bad record. There's just some that are better than the others. True. Exactly. Yeah, so there you go. There was, uh, there's my little... Uh, there's my little spiel on Bouncing Souls' album, the first one I heard. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into this fucking interview. <laughs> right.
1: Go, we took forever to get to the interview on this one, it seems like. So, yes, we are here. Uh, a disclaimer on the interview. The audio had some lag. We like to do the interviews by way of Zoom or something like that. That way we can kind of see each other while we're interviewing people. A little, I think it mm-hmm. uh, adds a little more to the interview for us. Though we're just uh, you know, putting the audios here. So anyway, yeah. had some internet lag of sorts or something. Some of the audio got a little choppy. I left some of that in there to give you the context of when it was happening. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope it's not hard to listen to in those sections, but they're... Typically don't last long when they do happen, and I think you could typically piece together what they are talking
0: about. Yeah, it's a bit of a disclaimer. We interviewed a street punk band from the Lower East Side, and the interview kind of sounds equivalent to what you'd expect an album from said band to sound like. (laughs) (laughs) And I've, yeah, you listen to the first casualties record, you could you could point out all the. All the bumps and all the divots and the little cracks in the road that made their album. But that's what gives it its style. So, yeah, that's kind of what we got here with uh, Spike Polite and Sewage.
1: Right. Uh, According to Discogs, they've been a band. or active at least since 2009, in case you're curious. Go check them out on Facebook, Bandcamp, uh, Instagram, spikesewage.com. I'm not sure. I haven't been there yet. So I'm not sure what you get. Some bands have like all kinds of interactive shit and other bands just have like a landing page. So whatever. But go check them out. Uh, We'll talk more about their other social medias. They'll mention those during the interview. We'll talk more about those after. You can go get this EP Pandemonium. That's what we're playing from. Again, it came out October 10th of 2021. We've already played... The title track and the Police Brutality, we played those, you know, spaced apart. The one was fairly recent, but mm-hmm. we played Pandemonium on episode 244 and then two episodes ago on 256. We played Police Brutality. Here we're going to do Wrench Strike and uh, it'll immediately follow the inter- or be followed by the interview. And then following the interview, Out of the Way is the next track that you will hear. <laughs> So enjoy the interview, enjoy Spike Polite and Sewage. We had a great time with them. They're a lot of fun. Like I say, the audio, just listen, you'll catch it. You'll you'll get the gist and get out there and support the band. They do talk a lot about this specific track, "Wrench Strike" in the interview. So listen to it. Here goes. If
3: It looks like I live in a squat building. pile in the hall. Can paint is crumbling The boiler's broke again We're gonna freeze Slumlord Boating scurry between walls in your electric Sewage dripping down the walls Batch up off the ceiling Red strike Holes in the walls Red strike Red Roaches are cold! Red Don't give a fuck! Front door is broken. Feel the cold wind blowing. There's no heat in this building. Sleeping by the stove. Freezing! Red sky. Holes in the walls. Red strike! Linking works! Red on my walls. Red Don't give a fuck! Shooting up drugs, bad bugs bites, They don't give a fuck. Gas pipe is leaking. That tape up in my ceiling. Turn on the stove, the building explodes. And
0: now we are here with the one and only Spike Polite and Sewage
4: Sewage.
0: Sewage, yes, they're written in from NYC. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good. That's the best answer I've ever gotten all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There are three of you. There are three people here that we are talking to. Please give us
5: some introductions. I'm Spike Fallett. I sing. I play the guitar.
4: I'm Michelle Shock. I am bassist.
5: I'm at the Romano Gross. All right, there
0: you go. <laughs> Well, that's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I guess we got to get some info on you guys. So, tell us about yourselves. What are the beginnings of uh, the
5: Spike Polite, and where did the sewage come from? Well, we started in the Lower East Side playing the punk rock um, shows for the Yippies and the Anarchists and the, everyone else that was attending these uh, rallies against the... They had some police oppression going on. There was some people... Get beat up in the area, and um, the uh, people put us on some concerts at the pop parades, uh, to, you know, because they liked us. With because uh, we stood up to against the use of the authority, so we 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 continue to make some. Uh, and don't forget the riots. riots. Yeah, yeah, it was the riots in Toppen Square Park in uh, 1991 where we started basically with all this playing out of those squats, and we we worked our way up to playing with Gigi Allen, and then he died on our show. He couldn't help us much so long um, but they kind of made the poster of the last show and put it around on t-shirts throughout the world well kept that going um i basically we started working on some stuff with film we got uh in with the ramones and had uh paul postabi was a good manager there. had uh, white zombie yeah he was a white zombie and then he played in bb ramone's band so he got us db liking us and us playing his tvs and stuff like that and um, we came on with some some material about you know some some of the grudges we, we gotta go through in our lives here and then the COVID put it to the max you know there was no concerts to go out to the people would just go to protest as the new concert the bar <laughs> there was no bar actually the bar kind of had drinks you could bring out only sometimes though so they punished a lot of things so. so we wrote an EP um basically talking about Rodney getting beat up by the cops because I'm like hey I gotta hand it you know History too, with, with with experience fighting against the oppression of police. Me well, too. Yeah, and Michelle definitely got a lot too. And
4: so we yeah. got police brutality on the new EP. We've got rent strike because everybody here is getting thrown out of their places,
3: and even, the even
4: if they even if they didn't miss the rent because the uh, landlords uh, want more profit over people. And we have a,
5: a, a track called "Anti-Well." But yeah, so we, we we're happy with our with our EP. I mean, we could make a new album. We're gonna start recording some stuff soon. We're gonna write it out here. We have a so only, We only get another zone to go to, write, But you know, we're we good here for now in Brooklyn. But hold up,
0: your sound's coming in a little uh, muffled. <laughs>
5: Uh-huh. Well, yeah, like you just said. Yeah. Oh, we're getting lagged. It's like yeah, oh, that's yeah. What that's we're, lagging, we we're lagging. Yeah, some about the internet. So basically, we are a punk rock band, and we, we play some things where some productions will have us on the thing, and most time protest rallies will have us. And um, you know, we're working our way up. You know, up in the world. Michelle had us gonna to go to the, the Bowling Street Tenants Association to get on some marches with the with uh for the song Red Strike because they definitely had the vibe and feel pretty good. There's a lot of people getting evicted now, like Michelle said. Oh. Right? Tell them some. Oh,
4: it's really cool. Um uh, one of our promoters is Chris Flash, who works um in Tompkins Square Park, and the cops tried to shut him down hard. They tried to take away his permit and even stop him from being, being able to get a permit.
5: And he fought the law, and he won. Yeah, it took a while. <laughs> it, it took a while. but Yeah, so we're based out of Tompkins Square Park, usually. You know, that that's that's where all this started. And we're just rehearsing here, looking for the day, but um, Chris Batch will have us again on another show there at Tompkins on May 14th. All right. Yeah, in memoriam of Al from the band Hammerbrain, who was partners with the guy I was telling you about from White Zombie. Unfortunately, this guy died, we're going to have a concert memorial for Al of Hemingway. Unfortunately, it's time for Square Park. Oh, uh, maybe I kind of signed of it, but I don't know enough about it yet. I just know that you know this
4: I just found out about it.
5: That's how fresh it is. <laughs> Yeah, things are opening up, yeah. and they're allowing people to do some shows and stuff, so it's, it's getting better. Yeah, know? it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it says a lot of the uh, personality of the LES hasn't uh, hasn't changed much.
5: Yeah, it was anarchists, punk rockers, squatters. Beatniks,
4: hippies.
5: Beatniks, hippies. A couple Beat of <laughs> <Couple laughs> comedy Crusties, oh yeah. We got a song. Do you ever listen to our song, Crusties? I don't think I have.
3: <laughs> Take them back!
5: Yeah, it's silly. It's about the traveling punks that they come around and... They can't handle all of us, but we already don't have anything. Why do you think we're going to protest in Maryland? Because we're complaining about being denied our opportunity. Yeah, so... Tell them about the
4: pizza.
5: Oh, yeah, well, some of them were were kind of very inconsiderate because they weren't from the area. So uh, they used to give out free pizza rather than throw it away and let it go to waste. They were passionate. I mean, compassionate, the owners of the pizza place. And there's a team. I often had to eat there. It was better than dumpster diving. It was kind of like dumpster diving. I know dumpster diving, day quite way back. So,
0: there's some more lag.
5: We got our dumpsters. But, anyhow, um, some people didn't expect any of that. They, they would start trouble. So, the pizza owners would dump urine onto themselves. So, they ruined our spot to get free pizza, ads. so we wrote the song "People Stay in the Skit Space" too, and all that. We we live in our own spots. I mean, people. So we have tasted back in the days, and they ended it shortly. But they're not really. Yeah, they're like. An it
4: all, yeah, it all got
5: kind justified. of it's gentr- Even the crusties are gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> they're the
4: upper crusties, they're
5: upper crusties now, yeah. So yeah. they laugh this song even though they should get angry. They like it, they like it, yeah. yeah. Or the trusty crusties, oh, uh, the crusty crusties, yeah. I don't know, you gotta get some hipsters and some young kids from Brooklyn to come around. I mean, uh, the crusties are, too many crusties. yeah,
4: that gig we did, at our wicked lady.
5: That... Oh, yeah, we had some crusties. Those were upper crusties. Upper crusties. Yeah, other crusties. Yeah, welcome to crusties. They had it. It wasn't the the squatting street gutter crusties kind of thing. They they were clean. It wasn't. Yeah, I guess that's why I like it.
4: Well, because they put all the homeless people in hotels during the pandemic, so really nobody was homeless here. They were all hotel
3: citizens. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah but they owned c Spot though. Giuliani gave it to them after 9-11 that's a one thing he he did, like the, wench, the one little speck in his heart. Ah. But then they didn't do anything with it, but just become a co-op
4: Okay, so how's the scene in Salt Lake? That's where you're at, right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> got any
0: squatters out there? If there are squatters, I don't know about them. <laughs> yeah.
5: They're not up these squatting days <laughs> <laughs>
4: What about militias?
5: Yeah. What do you got? What's your What's going on out there? Uh,
4: String
3: <laughs>
5: As far as
0: militias are concerned, I don't know. We have a the thing that sucks is we're a very small community. So anything that anyone grasps onto, it's like maybe five, ten people. <laughs> so we're kind of about we got a lot of the uh I don't know, we got a lot of anarchists here. I will we'll say that. And a lot of vegans. So many vegans and so many straight edge kids. Lots of Smith fans.
5: Smith fans,
2: huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: I think most people
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. plenty huh? well, I need a Smith band out here.
3: That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah, sure, it's
0: okay.
3: I went
5: to a protest out there, though. I remember we were fighting against them, shearing the sheep. In the videos we showed outside Forever 21, they were abusing the animals. So I went to the protest. Even though I'm not a vegan, it was still still good protest out there. I know Salt Lake had that, because I went and I froze there before I went on a tour once in September. Uh, <laughs> so, Yeah. From that Forever 21.
0: Oh yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, protesting out here with uh, all up against the uh, police brutality and the uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement coming out of the woodwork again. It was oh, it got pretty fucking intense. I had a friend who like busted open a uh, squad car and just let out a bunch of people who were like being held there. And of course. He couldn't. They couldn't pin anything on him. He was wearing a gas mask, so they couldn't recognize him.
5: He was social distancing too, right? At least he was COVID protocol,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At that I point, when someone's firing <laughs> I, 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 arrows at you. You kind of forget about social
5: distancing. <laughs> hey, the face mask helped. A lot of crimes happen. Yeah.
0: Okay, but well, that was a lot of that was a lot of coverage of just one question. But hey, that's how we like it to be done here. <laughs> My, my my mind's a blank, Dustin, Do you have a question? I lost my, I lost my train of thought.
4: There's a lot of balls to keep in the air at one time juggling, so we'll we'll cover for you while you get your thoughts together.
5: You want us to play a song? <laughs> Maybe you want someone else have to hold the camera. Hey,
4: does my does uh does MDC ever come through there?
0: MDC, yeah, they've been here a few yeah. times.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah, they played oh, the, a. Yeah, we go. That oh, was like a, about ten years ago. They came by with a. Uh, with fucking casualties and negative approach. But then NBC stayed behind for a night and they were like, hey, let's book another show for you guys. And They just played a basement. It was fucking rad. 25 sweaty drunk punks in this uh, tiny ass room with a, just a single fluorescent light. <laughs> <laughs> And that counted as the spotlight, and that thing went out on the very last song. So typical. So everyone's dancing around with broken glass raining down from the ceiling. It's a good time.
5: I don't know. Did you like the rent strike song? That's
0: the worst? That's the, what the worst.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it didn't sound worse to me. It sounded good. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot this question because it's such a There's typical question. To so you
4: want me
0: i gather. i gather my thought what i'm gonna ask is
4: what's your latest obsession
0: oh my what's latest, latest obsession my latest obsession now i'm getting interviewed is that what's
4: happening? uh yeah well i'm trying to help out
0: <laughs> well I'll, t- I'll tell you my latest obsession if you ask me what live shows you got coming up that was supposed to be my next question and i forgot
4: never mind we'll you, we got a gig coming up Friday. We mentioned that yeah. at Lucky Thirteen. You got the uh, Ace of Spades, I
5: think. Yeah, the same day you're at the Ace of Spades out there in Salt Lake City. <laughs> almost, as <far> as-
0: <laughs> almost Ace of Spades. It's Ace's high, but it is it's still a <laughs> Motorhead themed <laughs> yeah. bar. It's more Motorhead yeah. than Iron Maiden, so yeah, might as oh, well be called okay. Ace of Spades.
4: And then,
5: like I just found out, May 14th, right, tompkins Square. May 14th,
4: Thompson
5: Square Park. And then Bowery Electric. Bowery Electric. June 26th with the True Stone New York City Hardcore Memorial that he runs out of the Bowery Electric 327 Bowery, New York City. One, nine, I believe it is. And um, that's playing with Sworn Enemy and Blackout Choppers. I don't have the flyer in front of me, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah, True Stone is keeping. And this Sunday is pretty good. A lot of heads coming through.
4: Man, there was a lot of
5: people there. Yeah, I was DJing uh, the other one the other week. It was pretty good. I had to some flyers to the people over there. Um, you know, they have more hardcore music, so we're rehearsing our hardcore song. Our heavy set. Our heavy set, yeah. Besides, this is still Friday. We're going, it's like a biker, metal, dive bar kind of place. They're, they got the green motorcycle gang over there. So, yeah. So we're
0: gonna get a. <laughs> you just do the motorcycle hums on stage. That's what
5: you do. <laughs> the constipated sound. My constipated songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I love that. You <laughs> can get him to do the Cookie Monster last beat. Like Animal, I meant from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle be howling in pain.
0: There you go, bust out the theatrics. <laughs> All right, you got so you got a couple of uh, shows coming up on your on your side of the world. But are you doing any traveling? Will you be doing any touring? Or is we, that
5: we, we look to tour? We're going to move some music over to Grimace Record in May. But we, we 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 need to book up with somebody. We were contemplating going up to Boston and to Maine and doing around there first as a practice run. You know, you know. Sometimes we should jump on available. that. We, we, we're here. Have band, we'll travel. Yeah, we're, we're looking to go and do some tours. We we we're gonna do a little run up in Boston in the Northeast probably this year. And um, but if you know of anyone that would take us, you know. I'll All right. All right. I'll keep the damn ears open.
0: <laughs> I don't know much about uh, people in states between here and the East Coast, but I know if you ever make it here, I know about six bands off the top of my head that would jump on a bill. Yeah.
5: Well, we're going to make our way there. I guess you've got to get to Denver first and then make our way down from there then out to, to Las Vegas and to Cali. That's the way usually people do it. Yep, pretty so, much. I guess um, i talk to some people in the Denver. <laughs> our oh, um, denver yeah, good shit. But our, 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 our set list is pretty much from the Italian sessions and this, this new EP called Pandemonium where you know, we got a couple other classics too. We think it sounds better than on the Italian sessions, but you know, probably yeah. write some new stuff just upcoming things for anybody as just traveling. Probably oh. trying to write like a hardcore song like punk rock hardcore song and then uh, we heard something about pizza crust so we'll have to come up with a new Oh, here's a topic. Why does the pit smell so bad? <laughs> All these sweaty bodies stinking <laughs> <just call>
0: <laughs> World
5: War 3 will come before we can make a silly song like that. <laughs> it's in the works. Just turn on the news. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Like the Cold War yeah. all over again about to happen. With the Ukraine over there. So there's a lot of subject material right there. We're going to start on. Uh, oh, yeah. Take the uh, sweaty stuff with fans. Okay. Um, it sounded
0: like a beat going on in the background.
5: Yeah. <laughs> he, he His idol is... From the muppets animal remember him the muppets
0: oh yeah i remember yeah. him that's it
5: <laughs> can we get some of your mushrooms
0: you got some of my questions i kind of went into this uh you know rod dog in it
5: want the mushrooms, <laughs>
0: <What> the mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah is there you were mentioning uh, some of the new stuff that you were writing, or I guess planning to write. Is that all you have on the on the grounds of new material being written slash released? You also said you had like yeah. a new
5: EP out. Yep, the, the new EP is the one called Pandemonium with the six songs. Um, before that, we had the Italian sessions. No, no, actually we had some singles like Runaway Rebel and um, Orgasm and Department of Corrections. And then the Italian sessions before that, and you know, yeah, that's the bio because I'm (laughs) stretching my put in the past. The Italian sessions were were before, so those are good too. We play a set basically of the Italian sessions, the EP, and the singles in between. <gasps> yeah.
4: We play rock. Hunka Waka. Oh, man. Is your
2: tired? Where's my selfie stick? <laughs> Where's my selfie
0: stick? <laughs> <laughs> There, you're already getting good ideas. <laughs>
5: yeah, so we did some, some stuff for Trauma Productions and the Nihilistics a lot right before the pandemic. And it was fun times, you know, in a band called La Escuela, which is cool, too. We love Trauma. Uh, I worked on some Gotham stuff for a while. And, uh, Michelle Shock is always ever the fabulous and Michelle Schacht. She's got her whole archive and she, she performs. Oh, yeah, I just did um, that,
4: you know, that Johnny Thunder song, uh,
2: you
0: can't put your arms around memory. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that one.
5: Yeah. So, you know, we keep some stuff going. Um, but to get out would be fun for us, you know. We just figured maybe do, like, again, like you said, walk the Northeast Coast and then come down. And But if you hear makers from the casualty saying you need to bend and, and you had to stay at the radio station, we can, we can go.
0: Do it. Bring it over here. We need some more East in the West.
4: Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate
0: the support. Oh, fuck yeah. We love having all bands on the podcast.
5: Maybe some of the listeners can pick up some of our t-shirts and take were to visit the com website Yeah, or check out spikesewage.bandcamp.com where they can hear the music without having to support the Spotify and Apple, Apple Rhythms and Which don't pay musical artists, so Bandcamp is probably a good thing. Send them to that Spike Sue Bandcamp thing. Oh, yeah, support the Bandcamp
0: where they don't get paid pennies on the pennies.
5: Yeah, (laughs) so but um, I, I i love to talk with you, but I've been. I already made the gym today, and I'm holding my arm up. I ah. not the selfie
3: stick. <laughs> <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> well, let the human selfie stick give a rest. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys, you plugged your website, you plugged your Bandcamp. We're gonna plug it at the end of this. Uh, we're gonna plug all social medias at the right. end of all this. Thank you. And and yeah. Right. Once again, this wait, was Spike, polite, wait, Anthony, and it, an
5: animal. It,
0: Thank you guys for coming on. We love (laughs) you.
1: And sewage of NYC.
0: Oh yeah, that was a great interview that we did with them, dis- despite certain circumstances. <laughs> yep,
1: some audio difficulties.
0: Yeah, some audio difficulties. But they had a lot of fun stuff to say. There were some, there were some rad people to hang out with, uh, albeit digital. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of funny. We were talking more about the shows on this episode than we actually had the interview. <laughs> Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It lasted longer in that section, which is definitely different.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's a, yeah. Whatever. Sometimes that'll happen.
1: <laughs> Again, that track was called Out of the Way. Go check out Pandemonium. Go check out what Spike Polite and Sewage is up to. Eric, let's wrap up the show. What do you got? What do you have?
0: Yeah. What do I have? <laughs> All right. This is actually, this actually rolls ba- back to the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just don't worry. I won't, I won't I won't berate it as long as uh as long as I did previously. But no, this song, if you were at the show, then this is what this this is what was playing as we were walking out onto the stage. Now, I never was able to do that. <laughs> I never was able to have a theme playing as the stage darkened and it just kind of built up the intensity while we walk on the stage, raise our fists and go, what's up? And shit like that. <laughs> I know. It's a teenage dream, but I wanted to do it at least once. And now everyone in the band is like, we got to do that again. And they're throwing ideas out there. Some of them are ridiculous, but I'm going to do, em. <laughs> I'm gonna do em. them. I'm going to do them. Some of them are cool. Some of them are just like, oh, Really? <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything, but we got one set for uh, what we play in, We play with a goat Whore in May. Awesome. <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be funny. Anyway, yeah, the song is by uh, Kari Kimmel. It's the song "Cruel Summer," which, if you've seen the, uh, if if you've been watching the show Cobra Kai, this is the song that ends the second season, and it's just a. It's just a beautiful song of a beautiful scene where uh, you know Johnny's just sitting on the beach and he's drinking and he's just realizing that all the efforts he put into making the studio had just been snatched out from under him. (laughs) So, yeah, along with many others, uh, many other things that have happened in that season and the one prior to that. If you haven't watched the show, I ain't going to spoil it for you, but if you love The Karate Kid, watch that show because it really fixes a lot of the problems that the sequels made. Oh, good. Yeah, it it really did. Anyway, it, my opinion. But this is a this isn't a fucking show review podcast. <laughs> the song is "Cruel Summer" by Kari Kimmel. Uh, Kimmel, Jesus, I can't speak today. <laughs> Just I'm gonna shut up. Play the fucking song. <laughs>
3: Hot summer streets, and the pavements are burning. us around, trying to smile, but the air is so heavy and dry. It's a cruel, cruel summer.
0: That's kind of, uh, not exactly how it happened. Really, if you want to get to the theatrics of it, like, uh, everyone was letting the amps ring out. The feedback was going. I just kind of give a stare at everybody, throw the horns up. Then I look directly at Sydney. It's like, you ready? One, two, three, (laughs) four. Yeah. It just felt, it just felt, uh, it felt right to do that. (laughs) Also, I got to point out, this song is a cover of the uh, pop group from England called Bananarama. <laughs> right. So, so, yeah, I was not aware of that at the time of uh, hearing this song. So, yeah, now I got to go back and check that out, see how it <laughs> compares. But, this
1: version yeah. is slower. You got to think that version, the Bananarama song, is. Uh, more of that new wave style, so have more of a yeah. new wave sound as opposed to this one uh, was sung more slower.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was the 80s. Right. As it was. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I liked it. It was uh, slowy and dreary, and it's just like, yeah, the cruel summer. And we know the cruel summer is coming on. Oh, my God. You're getting fry eggs on the asphalt, man. It's going <laughs> to suck. But I don't know. I prefer that over freezing to death, I guess. True.
2: True, yeah. true,
0: So, uh, yeah. Would you rather be burned alive or frozen to death? Sort of... <laughs> choose, <laughs> choose which shining ending you want. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's... Uh, so, yeah, that is all I have to say about the shows that I played and attended for this episode. And we're going to get into some good old-fashioned new metal.
1: New metal! All right. So, the band I picked, Reveille, they were the band... Their track was the one I was confusing with the Flaw track, the the sounds and such. I like both and I intended to play both, but I decided since I fucked that up last week on uh, how I was describing it, I better just play it this week. So I skipped it ahead in order that I I had said it. So Reveille, the track What You Got, it's off of their second album called Bleed the Sky. They released this September 18th of 2001. If you're unfamiliar with them, they started this band way back in 1998 Uh, They only lasted until 2003. They're from the Harvard, Chelmsford, and Shirley area of Massachusetts. And, you know, like most new metal bands, they're also considered rap metal. You'll hear why, as I was describing last week in the wrong song. Uh, (laughs) This being their second and final album, the singer... Uh, claimed that Reveille had been pressured to make more accessible radio-oriented music by the label, stating our biggest problem was always battling with people at the label that they, or sorry, they were kind of trying to market us to 12-year-old girls, and that didn't work. That was our <clears throat> biggest problem with them. Band broke up. One of the other band members left, I think, the year prior to that, after the second album, due to creative differences, and then this issue happened, and that's basically why the band broke up. Uh, Mm -hmm. and stopped after two albums but laced uh, i think it's laced is the first album this one bleed the sky definitely recommend it i was listening to bleed the sky earlier today it's great uh the band did play one reunion show in 2008 they got back together played a reunion show that was it no intention of doing anything else and as far as i can tell they haven't done anything else as a band Mm -hmm. since so uh, definitely has more of those rap metal elements that I was talking about, so you're definitely going to get some new metal here with Reveille. We're going to wrap up the show. Eric, we'll see what you think. Have you heard of Reveille? I think I asked you last week,
0: but I, I uh you, so it was a no. You might have. I don't remember, and the answer is, uh, if I did answer, is still no. I okay. have not heard of this <laughs> band. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, uh, we'll see if you like the, this particular track, and if you do, as I would recommend to anybody else, go check out that album bleed the sky. Here's the track, What You Got. What you got, 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 what you got.
2: That's the penalty, that's the penalty It begs the beat so you best keep running That's the penalty, that's the penalty What you got,
3: what you got, what you got Come look and I ask you something What the fuck is up? and you got nothing It's just the very day You're stalking, I'm stalking From that seven seven 707 bit roughing. no one of these fakes, Every bluffing Nothing you could say could ever take this away now, stay now, stay to break away From this playground, miracle hijack Put my menace in my message, I can't make him
1: What did
0: you think? Well, you know that you know the sound that comes to mind when you think of what new metal is, right? Yep, that's what these guys sound like, <laughs> <laughs> and that they do sound closer to Limp Bizkit than any other uh, band in that genre. Um, right down to the guitar tone, the guitar tone is emulating a bit of that West Borland sound. Cool, yeah, and uh, and yeah, the style is just a uh, very hardcore uh, rapping flows over right. some uh, you know drop. D fucking chunky guitars and shit like that. Yeah. That's basically new metal in a nutshell, but this guy is not annoying as Fred Durst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely recommend go check out if you like this stuff, anybody out there listening, if you like that kind of music, man, I, I really dig that album. Believe the sky. You should check it out. Reveille is the band. Eric, we're going to wrap up the show. I want to thank Spike, polite, and sewage again for joining us uh, for the interview. It was awesome. Always appreciate the bands taking their time, uh, especially to get to hear their story. And I, I just, uh, I appreciate it. it. Oh, by the way, I did look up the website in case you were curious. It is a website. There are links <laughs> and such that you can click on there. You can listen, bookings, tours. Uh, stuff like that they check out the band's buttons in the merchandise section below so uh, merchandise and such there there's more on there than i i knew because like i said hadn't been there yet so go check it out go check out spike polite sewage go check out pandemonium it's at spike sewage.bandcamp.com you can go check out pandemonium there and uh, you know, if you're there in New York, or the Lower East Side, if you're at a protest or uh, you know something else going on out there, you might see Spike, Polite, and Sewage. Sounds like uh, that's where they are. Eric, you can find the show. We're going to wrap up the episode, and so you can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and The bands are on Instagram at pup the band, at Abe and his Babe, at Wrong Odds, at Scowl four zero eight three one. At Bouncing Souls and Jay at Spike Polite underscore Sewage NYC. The show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, it's your turn. Where can we find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at Scary Uncle underscore <clears throat> Eric underscore SLC. That is my personal Instagram. Uh, both of my bands, Anonymous and Heart of Dark, can be found there too. At Anonymous underscore Band Official and Heart of Dark eight hundred one SLC, respectively. Uh, We are also on Facebook at Anonymous SLC and at heartofdark.slc. And you can find my my band's music on Bandcamp at anonymousslc.bandcamp.com or really any other streaming services, but we prefer Bandcamp. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can listen to me on my other podcast at Lead Melodies, which is on Instagram and Facebook, respectively speaking, at Lead Melodies underscore podcast and lead.melodies.podcast.slc. And you can find all that and more at circlepitradio.com. And like I said earlier at this show, if you want to listen to the interview that uh, Des Troy did with uh, Scatter, from the usurpers, you can find it there as well. Just look up uh, "Assault City" at Assault City Circle Pit. I think that's the Instagram, anyway. And for and for updates on uh, upcoming shows, if you don't, if you just uh, gloss over the <laughs> the portion of the show where we talk about that stuff here, <laughs> uh, you can be. Uh, You can be more attuned to it on the SLC Hardcore page, where I do my best to post a lot of flyers. I've been doing a lot better this week, I will say that. And that Facebook page is at SLC Hardcore. Awesome. You can
1: find the bands on Facebook at Pup the Band, at Abe and his Babe, at Wrong Gods, at Scowl40831, at Bouncing Souls, at Spike NYC Punk Rock, and there is a Spike Polite and Sewage page as well, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Uh, I did say I'd mention those Bad Assets shows. It's Hamtramck is on Friday the 15th. You can see Bad Assets keep away. uh, Consensia Total from Chicago and Disturbio Social uh, on – there we go – at that new Dodge Lounge in Hamtramck. Then Bad Assets is going to be in Flint, Michigan – With You Dirty Rat and High Totals and Screw on the 16th. Only a $5 show on that one. Then in Toledo, Ohio, I believe this one is. They'll be with the Old Breed, EKG, Frente Norte, and Rat Trap. If you want to know where the show is, ask a punk. So follow any of those bands, including Bad Assets. And finally, the 30th, and I'll mention these as we get closer as well. Nico's 30th birthday party at the Double Play Saloon in Chicago. You will see... Bad Assets playing with Substitute Prostitute. I have to giggle every time I say that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Ridgelands and Fighting for Scraps. Uh, All great bands there. I mean, I haven't heard, I've heard the other ones, including Bad Assets, obviously. I have not heard Substitute, Prostitute, but even if their music's not good, they have a great band name. So all good bands there. Eric, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Yeah, the show?
0: This is the show, this is the promo <laughs> shows. I was like we need a whole separate episode for uh, shows that are coming up that right? we'll plug in.
1: Right? We'll have to do like a midweek episode, like a weekend. Here's a weekend update.
0: All right. So <laughs> so why change what seems to be the habit of, uh, of this episode? I'm going to plug... My show again, do it. But if you want to find the if you want to find the article that was written on us, our interview, our very abridged history. I mean, very. We taught we we covered a lot of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find that on SlugMad uh, SlugMag dot slash localized, and also check out the article that was written on our friends in In Your Grave, who we will be playing with, and. And, yeah, just uh, if you want the physical copy, you can find that uh, uh, almost anywhere. P- pretty much almost anywhere. I used to deliver for Slug Magazine as <laughs> well as written for them. So, uh, again, it's a through-the-looking-glass experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, you can find that on slugmag.com. You can find it on a physical copy wherever you wherever you go. You can find it at Aces High Saloon. I will say that. It is there. We'll be playing there. At some point, eventually, <laughs> <laughs> we seem to play there a lot. Um, like I said, our next show April fifteenth at Urban Lounge with Suffocator and In Your Grave. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be so fun. You get to drink, you get to listen to music, and you'll be supporting Kevin Kirk. Awesome, and that's the that is the end goal. We're gonna raise a uh, gonna raise a good amount of money for him in these times of dire straits. He definitely needs it. So, support the community. Come out and rock out. <sighs> Play the.